Hello, hello. Wanted to give a heads up before the episode begins that the audio in this episode is sped up. It was a editing, audio editing mismatch error. We're going to blame the aliens, okay? So just brace yourself for that, but it's still an, a very enjoyable, epic episode, and you'll get used to it, but just brace yourself for that. Okay, enjoy the episode. Welcome to a new, a brand new episode of Based News Network. I am one of the co-hosts sharing equally with the other co-host. I'm a co-host, Punk Revolution Now, a.k.a. Kyle, here with the other co-host, who is basically the main character in my opinion, jo- <laughs> Joan Varka, Hi. a.k.a. Sophie. Hello. Hello, hello. We're going to get into some hello, e- epic hello. news. I'm very excited, Sophie, to talk to you about the Mexican aliens. Dude, like, looks so cute, so I've just been seeing, like, kawaii edits of him. That's kind of, like, the extent of my knowledge, so I'm ready for some, some real facts. I absolutely, positively have been doing my research on this because I am a guy who likes aliens. And so, okay, so mm-hmm. Sophie, is it problematic that when the United States government said that they have aliens, I believe them, but when the Mexican government says they have aliens, I didn't believe them? Whoa, 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 whoa. The, the U.S. government said they have aliens? Oh, that's a whole other stuff. I mean, I don't, I, okay, so ne- never mind. That's kind of, <laughs> no, no. Some some crazy person in the United States government says that the United States has aliens and they're hiding it, but that, and that was like an actual person. Who oh, didn't I even, see. It was just all that, just, no. Okay, it's all hoaxes. It. It's not, well, it's no, no, it's not Well, all not the UFOs, just the like. The UFOs are real. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die on I don't that think hill. they're alien, I don't think they're alien UFOs, but that's just me. Okay, that's fine. I, yeah, they're probably, okay, well, okay. All right, let's reel it back. Let's get back to the Mexican aliens. So the cool thing about these Mexican aliens is that they are both extraterrestrial which means they're aliens and they're also mummies so they apparently were found in a tomb in peru or something like that a thousand years ago and then so so if you just so now we have these like little like mummy aliens that are some reason being shown in in mexico's congress so so some crazy dude some journalist i don't let's let's not use language we're gonna try to be objective here some ufo specialist journalist who happens to sell health supplements named jamie masan uh, he was invited to the Mexican Congress to show these aliens that he somehow has that are like that went viral on the internet. So everyone Google image Mexican alien mummy. He's and really cute. It's cute. It's cute. And it, it, you know, it's obviously a hoax, but like I think it's kind of a convoluted. Like I was expecting just to kind of Google this story and be like, okay, it's a stupid like you know, like a grifter or whatever you want to say, basically pretending to have aliens. Yeah, yeah, because like like you know, he sells health supplements. You know what I mean? Like he's obviously a sketchy dude. Oh yeah, that's a scammer, all right. If I ever did see one. Yeah. So, but you know, once you start digging into the story, I'm not going to say the story suggests that these aliens are real, but I will say the story is convoluted enough because it involves Peru. Apparently, some specimen was sent to the University of Buenos Aires, or not Buenos Aires, sorry, uh, Mexico City. I don't remember which university. Some university looked at the specimen and said that it was legitimately from a thousand years ago. But then the university researchers were like, we do not support the conclusion that this was an alien. Some researchers said that it was like made of like lamb, like lamb head. So, hmm. All these different story, all these different convoluted stories. Obviously, because it's a hoax, and you know, it seems like this this journalist is trying to muddy the waters by adding all these weird details and plot twists to make you think maybe it is an alien. Um, but it's not. Yeah. So, fun little meme story. I feel like there's not a lot of subs. I mean, there is a lot going on. Like as far as like, it seems like kind of convoluted, but I hey hey Sophie, don't disrespect. My news topic of choice. Oh, I think I there's a lot of substance I didn't, here. I didn't mean it that okay, way. So I, first just, off, I meant the claim. Yes. It's, okay. Well, Sophie, can you honestly say with a straight face we did not watch two hours of Agent Aliens last night? 
Well, that is true. And I was going to talk about that because we've been getting into Ancient Aliens like a lot recently. And we love Ancient Aliens. Like it's it's so much fun because of how insane it is in like fake. They do this thing where they say ancient alien archaeologists or theorists and then they contrast them against quote mainstream scientists mainstream archaeologists mainstream researchers to paint them as like part of the establishment like elites that are corrupt um but really it's just that they have standards <laughs> um so I, I mean that's the fun part about it i think is just like seeing how they uh try to justify the most insane things ever yes so so yeah your your long answer short is yes you have been watching ancient aliens a lot recently it's true it's true okay so then you should respect my you should respect the Mexican I'm just, story I'm because it's literally that. I'm respecting it. Okay, well, let me just read this paragraph from the New York Times because I think it's really funny. This is this is from the New York Times. It says it was unclear how Mr. Mausan got the mummified specimens to Mexico from Peru, whether they actually are from Peru, or if his specimens are reproductions or different from other mummified remains previously said to have been extraterrestrial, which are still in Peru. What? Yes. Huh. So I don't know. I just I think so. I mean, yeah. So no, it just it, it basically doesn't mean anything. But the point is, is like I feel that I don't know why I read that paragraph. But <laughs> the, the, basically, the point is, is that uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I just the point is, is that we've been seeing a lot of alien stuff in the news in, in America, and then Mexico had to one up us with their own Mexican aliens. That like like we, like in America, we were seeing this like weird conspiracy theorist guy testify to Congress about aliens, and then like Mexico comes here comes out with like actual like it, bodies. It really <laughs> it really brings a whole new meaning to this the, to the space race. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, the race to prove aliens are real. I would like to. I would like to hear some Mexican voices in this in this conversation. Mm-hmm. I would like to. He- I would like to hear. Can any Mexicans tell me if I'm correct to spe- to, to speculate that because the um, like because UFOs and aliens have really taken hold in the discourse in the United States, if that discourse has sparked interest in Mexico and maybe other countries? Yeah, that's a great question. That I've like- never thought about other countries besides like the united states like or maybe even canada like what their perspective on aliens might be like for example in countries in asia or countries in africa i wonder i don't really know like what the thoughts are about the potential of aliens and how that's portrayed in media you know i I study like japanese language and culture and history and i I have seen like alien motif stuff in like japanese um it's, it's far more like newer stuff from japan as far as i know hmm I wonder if Jap- uh, hmm. So, Sophie, so I'm going to ask you this, and maybe you might know the answer. What are Japanese aliens like? like um, do Japanese people, or do, do like, maybe not, maybe not Japanese people, like, do have aliens been portrayed, like, significantly differently in Japanese culture than American not aliens? Not really, honestly. It's, it's kind of just like, I think it- Ooh. Oh, that proves they're real. Spooky. No, I think it's just, Spooky. I think it's just from, like, Western media conceptions of aliens and sort of, like, yeah. like honestly, where I see it is, like, an anime or manga. You know, like, oh, okay. honestly, I, I don't know that much about it in Japan. As far as, like, that's like, kind of the extent of my knowledge that like, I've seen it in, like, anime and stuff. But it's kind of just like the gr- little green men sort of thing, which is what the Mexican alien also looks like. I, I want, like, someone to pretend mm. they discovered aliens by, like, showing just, like, a Petri dish of, like, bacteria and being like, this is, these are aliens. Then I believe. I think we're going to get there pretty soon. Yeah? I, I think, well, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I'll... I, yeah, so aliens exist. They yeah, by the way, I want to be clear. First. I do believe in aliens. So, 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 just everyone's very, very clear. Sophie and I believe that aliens yes. are real, but we the cha- but we don't necessarily believe that they have come to no. Earth. Or if they have, very, or if they're able to somehow observe Earth, it's probably beyond our understanding. That's my guess. 
The Fermi uh, paradox. Yeah. So, oh, and also, real. wait, hold up, hold up. We need. To, we also. I think it's worth clarifying too that when we watch Ancient Aliens. Wait, are you, Sophie already said this. I you can say it again. I explain this. Uh, all right, we, we. I'll say it again, just so it's very clear to the audience. We th- we watch it because it's stupid. It's it's actually educational actually... in a, in a way because we get to see like different archaeological sites, and yeah, that yeah. like just learning that this one site exists is education. It's very like processed sugar, yeah. fruit, high fructose education, but it's it's education nonetheless. It's mm-hmm. you know, spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down, as they say. So it is. It's a mix. It's a yeah. really good mix of like a tiny bit, a tiny bit of education, and then like complete bullshit it's really funny i definitely recommend watching that if you want to like laugh i yeah i uh, sophie i honestly think i i'm not even kidding i think i could become like a multimillionaire within five years if i pivoted my entire life dedicated to spreading alien yeah getting on bullshit. the starting a new fringe podcast and then like yeah. getting on becoming sophie, like a like person who a grifter who like talks on ancient aliens like one of those people they interview that'd yeah, be fun that, it would be it so would be easy, easy. It would be so easy, and everybody, everybody like, just, uh, like, um, as we know at this point, you know, the, the cat is out of the bag. Yeah. America, America is just a country with millions and millions and millions of the dumbest Conspiracy theories are king possibly... right now, so. Yeah. That's yes, the way to they, succeed they really is are. if you lean into the conspiracies, so. But I, I do want to reiterate, though, so Sophie made a good point, which is, so, for example, okay, like, the, the, the Chinese uh, Qin Emperor tomb. Oh, yeah, with the terracotta, the terracotta with, the, with the terracotta arm, the, ter- the terracotta mm-hmm. army. So, I've read about it and stuff, but I've never seen it like as I was as, as, uh-huh. in detail until we were watching Ancient Aliens. I was like, oh my god, I'm learning about the, all this like really cool history yeah. in China, and that's like so, and that's great. Sophie and I are history yeah. lovers, and then so we're Sophie and I are learning and appreciating history, and then it hits with the curveball: is the Chinese <laughs> government hiding so aliens in the Terracotta Army? No, mount, they aren't. The hill. And then the, yeah, so so as you can see, this is a very good this is a very good episode, a very good season, a very good TV show, and. It feels really, it's hitting all the spots because it's hitting the, I'm learning history, I'm learning archaeology, I'm hearing some crazy stuff, and I'm also, like, getting some politics in there, too, learning about yeah, the being corrupt. Just, are yeah, it's a very corrupt. fast, it's a really fascinating so. show, just, like, if you're curious how they, the, the show attempts to, to justify the claims, it's really interesting, Retor- like, the rhetorical devices they use, they're, like, I think anyone with, like, any sort of media literacy can see through it, but, and if you can, it's really fun to see how they try to justify it, and it's, yeah, it's really funny. And any, almost everyone yeah. on there who has a, quote, PhD got it from, like, nefarious uh, sources. And then sometimes they have yeah, real PhDs, yeah. people, and then but they only have them yeah. for a second because they're explaining some sort of, like, archaeological pheno- or scientific phenomenon. And then they take it out of context, so it makes like they're supporting. And it looks like they're supporting the claims. Sophie, you just, are, you just don't have enough of an open mind to appreciate forbidden archaeology. <laughs> forbidden arche- I think forbidden archaeology would be cool if you were, like, doing Excuse ar- me. Professor, pro- professor, professor David... Child- childrist. Rum- childrist. 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 He has a PhD Wait, in alternative medication does? on the, the University of Internet Online Sri Lanka. Wait, oh, he's trolling. Swear. He's trolling. I don't think he does. But there's one who had one from like some random Sri Lankan. Like... Wait, wait, Sophie. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold what? up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> this, we're, supposed, we're almost 20 minutes into the episode. It's okay. But, I mean, this is one. fun. The Mexican, the Mexican alien segment was supposed to be two minutes because it's not real news. Okay. But I will say, though. Wait, I just I can't drop the aliens topic because it's too fun. Trust me, I think our listeners like it when we do this. I think it's let us know. All right, but uh, but the all right the pivot the base news network podcast is going to pivot to being alien grifters because that's how we're going to make a lot of money. Oh, also by the way, speaking of being grifters, we have a new Patreon episode about us. Sophie and I are doing um. Am I yeah, the asshole? we're Reddit just like browsing, looking so at some subscribe. of the major A A I T A posts and like deciding if they're the asshole or not. And spoiler alert, we disagree with the the mainstream consensus on those. So forbidden archaeology on reddit the mainstream the mainstream archaeologists are wrong about yeah true so i don't know but i I do feel like my um what's the word like my prejudice 
Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think I'm prejudiced. I think I'm prejudiced. For, towards who? Because. Towards Mexicans. Oh. Why? Because, because, I said it earlier, because the Mexican government showed aliens and I thought they were full of crap. Mm. The United States government showed aliens and I believe the United States government. That is not exactly what happened, right? <laughs> that is, okay, fine. All right, so, all right, maybe we should move on to, can we talk about Russell Yeah, Brand? let's get into that whole thing. We'll, we'll talk about fashion, we'll talk about fashion week later. It's just while we're on the, like the, because I said something that I felt was really important that I think needs to be said just louder. And the Russell Brand topic kind of ties into it. Which is that the cat is out of the bag now, that millions, millions and millions of Americans are just irrede irredeemably stupid and just have no, there's no hope of ever saving them or pulling them out of the hole. Because they love watching, um, like, uncritically watching ancient aliens and buying health supplements from Alex Jones. And Alex Jones actually has to do with this Russell Brand story a little bit. Uh, yeah. So Russell Brand, alright, so, so Russell Brand, comedian, actor, has this kind of wild rock and roll Katie bad Katy Perry's boy, former Paris husband, as us ladies know him. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's important. Uh, she's maybe, I don't know. I wonder what she thinks of all this. But anyways, he, so he, you know, Russell Brand, he, he was like a movie star. And then, you know, he, 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 he's gotten involved on YouTube a lot and like on X. And on YouTube, he honestly, you know, he's posting a lot of political content. And he's frankly, you know, le like objectively left-wing coded. In his, especially in his early Wait, he content. Because he's talking about, yeah, yeah. Because, okay, so this is, this is, this is, I think this is a very important point to make. Because I, I want to really make this clear. So Russell Brand starts on YouTube making videos that are, you know, concerned about like, rich people and like corporations lying to us and like taking advantage of us and destroying the environment and stuff like that like it's objectively left-wing coded objectively like he's very like left-wing concerned about the environment concerned about wealth inequality concerned about big corporations you know taking advantage of us and controlling the government stuff like that so so this is important because over time and this is up to, this is up for debate but over time russell brand's whole shtick has kind of landed him a bit more Along the conspiracy theorist squad, yeah, that's what my understanding of his stuff was. Right wingers, well, well, yeah. So he is now he is now definitively within like the squad of like right wingers. You know, he was like anti-vax, like, uh, right? Know. He was like doing a lot of anti-vax. Yeah, he's anti-vax. But but Sophie, this and I look as someone who is a, who's a little bit older and has seen this. This is I think really important for people to understand. Okay, so R RFK Jr. RFK Jr. He is running right now for the the, the nomination. Of the Democratic Party, and he's been and he's been a progressive Democrat. He's very Mexico, okay? True. Yeah, and something has kind of changed, and it's it's hard to say. Yes, it's true that RFK and Russell Brand have clearly shifted to the right a bit, but I think there's been just like a bit of a realignment in politics where whack job, crazy conspiracy theorists, like had a home within the left, but now that like left wing in America has gotten more educated, while the right wing has become like less educated, now those whack job white male conspiracy theorists belong firmly in the right wing camp. Anyways, that's 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 a whole thing we can debate. I, that's just my my kind of okay. perspective. The point is, is though, the, I need to get to the headline. Oh my god, I'm burying okay. the lead. He he freaking so he posts his video on X. You know, he's like one of those jackass on X posting X posters, basically saying, guys, something is happening. The mainstream media is ganging up on me, and they're about to announce that I sexually assaulted people. And it's the mainstream media is coming. You know, the mainstream media is coming after me. This is gonna happen. And I think the mainstream is me. I think the mainstream media is too mad at me for getting too close to the truth. So now they're gonna cancel me. So that's what Russell Brand posts. Mm -hmm. And my reaction to watching that was, you have to be really, 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 really fucking the stupid. The lack that. of media literacy is really scary right now. Going back to the alien stuff. Yes. I think that might be the theme For, of this episode. Honestly, yeah. Um, that's why you gotta listen to Base News Network, honestly, because we 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 have we actually we, we actually as a podcast, I'm proud of us, Sophie, because we are. We, it's not a very high. It's not a very high, high bar to cross here, but we're better. We're literally better than most yeah, media. Yeah, true. In true. America. True. So, so I mean, 
you know, who's who you trust, Base News Network or Russell? We might Brown have some X. occasional mistakes, but we're not disinforming people. We're not like intentionally. We have never. What? <laughs> no. We have not made a single mistake. What mistake? Out of curiosity, what mistake have we made? I don't know. I mean, just it's possible. I don't know. No journalist is perfect. It's not possible. Okay, we're based on facts. We're based on facts. Like, but some yes, we are based on facts, right. but we are human. I think we're aliens. Nope. Oh my, no, 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 no. We're humans, but we're humans, but we're humans based on facts. <laughs> so Sorry. Just, I actually, Sophie, I think I actually think our record is spotless. I do want to remind our listeners, and this is not a lie. You can go back and check. Base News Network was the first network to announce the death of the queen. Yeah, of it's true. It's actually we have we have some inside sources, and I'm not even kidding. All right, so all right, so but what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I was so we watched this video, and we were like, oh my god, Russell Brand. Anyone who believes this is the dumbest people, the dumbest human beings I've yeah. ever seen. And then you scroll down, we scroll down below the video, and who is the top? Reply. Oh, I'm gonna guess Elon. Elon yes. Musk. Elon Musk. You're like, oh, that's 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 who that is who's stupid right. enough to believe. Right. And, and Elon Musk. Elon Musk's response was, "They're scared of competition." What? As yeah, as if the journalists who are coming forward with a story about Russell Brand raping four people. One of those people are was a child, it because by they're the way. afraid. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad, it's a yeah. bad, it's bad. And then, by the way, a fifth, a fifth person came and, forward. And after, these are like so. these are so, these yeah. are just like, oh, he was maybe uncomfortable, or he said some sexual stuff, or he groped me. No, it's like rape. Is rape? Is bad? Yeah, yeah. Trigger warning. And yeah, so I mean, like you know, it's pretty, it's pretty like uh, you know, we don't know, we can't, we don't know what actually happened, but it's pretty clear there's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that he raped someone, and to immediately dismiss these allegations as being made up by the media to try to cancel Russell Brand for competing with them on his sketchy YouTube channel where he posts co like COVID-19 conspiracy theories. I mean, it's just the level of stupidity it's it's just is insane. just like, it's actually really hard. It's like, it's like, there's so many layers of stupidity. It's actually insane. It really is. So and also, have, if you have yeah, doubts about yes. his innocence, there's an old tweet that has been resurfacing from, from Russell Brand. Um, and... Here it is. He like tweets about giving. Did you see this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. After all the years of free orgasms, a chance for teenagers to give me something back. Vote here. H it must be some sort of like Teen Choice Award thing, which is so disgusting. Mm -hmm. That is a mm -hmm. horrible joke, yeah. and also I highly doubt he's capable of that. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too you know speculative. Yeah, there's like I mean we could go on and on and on. You know, just anyways. So Elon Musk, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones, basically the whole crew of idiots, um, are like all coming forward to defend him. Because they feel like in their gut that he's a nice guy. Like that's that's what they're well, saying. They identify with they identify yeah, with him. They feel like maligned by the mainstream, the quote mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it goes even deeper than that. And wokeness, which is wokeness, and I think that they honestly, so I think they might. I honestly think if you put a gun to Elon Musk's head and said, "Do you think Russell Brand raped someone?" Elon Musk would probably say yes. I think I think it's pretty clear. I think it's not necessarily like yeah. I guess yeah. It's, it's tribalism, and I think honestly like. I think these guys legitimately want to live in a world where they can, like, do whatever they want without consequences. Yeah, there's no question. You know, like, they, 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 um, they identify with him, they, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, the thing, the thing that's, like, really disturbing is that, like, this same crew, maybe not so much Russell Brand, I don't know exactly what his perspective is, but, like, a lot of these people, we know for sure Elon Musk, for example, have, are a part of the same group that has gone haywire over trying to push this narrative that trans people are somehow predatory. Yeah, it's totally hypocritical. And, pe and pedophiles, you know? Like, then we have an actual predatory pedophile that, and, like, all he had to do was trash the mainstream media and post on X and use a bunch of right-wing coded language, and now he has an it's army genius, honestly. of people it's defending genius. him. It's genius, honestly. It's horrible, but it's genius. 
Yeah, and not o- and not only is his army defending him on Twitter, but his army, because the army of defenders are people who have paid to subscribe to X, their voices are amplified and louder. So if you go on it's any totally X thread quick. about Russell Brand, if you go on any if you go on any X thread about Russell Brand committing these rapes, to any person with even a sliver of logic, it's obvious what's going on. But if you go to the replies on that thread, you're just going to see one after another of some blue check idiot saying, she's being framed by the media. We have to defend ourselves. We can't let the media do this to us, blah, 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 blah. That, like, it's, it's literally, it's a, it's a, we, we, we all knew this was coming way back. It's just, it's, it's, idiots have louder voices because they're stupid enough to pay another idiot, Elon Musk, so their voice can be louder. And I, you know, I just, I feel bad for any victim of sexual assault who has to, like, navigate this dystopian website. Yeah. It's just not, I don't think you could do it. I don't think you could do yeah. it. So, I mean, just getting to what happened, though, like, he has been, yeah, like you said, been accused of sexually assaulting five people, one of whom was 16. Um, these were rapes. They were sometimes violent. Um, and he wasn't using protection either. Uh, yeah, he, these are bad. They're really bad. If you, I don't want to get too much into it because it's very upsetting. Um, he went on to someone he worked with. Um, she told him to stop, and when the assault ended, she got angry at him, and then he fired her. So, there's that classic thing. It's it's just, it's very bad. It's very bad stuff, so it, it's disgusting. Yeah, I saw this uh, one tweet that was like, if Jeffrey Epstein, a couple months before being arrested, had come forward and said, there's this conspiracy theory where the liberal media and Hillary Clinton are conspiring to arrest me because I'm getting too close to the truth. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein would be seen as a martyr amongst right-wing people. And they, was, and they would worship him. They would worship Jeffrey Epstein and claim Jeffrey Epstein was like a hero and totally innocent. Yeah. No, that's um, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. It's scary that it works so yeah. well. Yeah, so I guess we got two we got two segments about how stupid people are in a row. So maybe we should maybe we should take a breather and just kind of shift. I mean, unless you have anything else to say no, on this segment, I, I think we should shift to the... Well, that's just stuff. more idiots. So idiots part three. Um, New York Fashion Week just ended. There's been mixed reviews. I'm not really going to get into the clothes. I actually liked what I saw from brands I like, like Sandy Liang and, uh, you know, what's it, Mirapalais and stuff, you know. So I actually like the clothes that I did see. So I'm not really going to get into that, but I'm more going to focus on influencers at Fashion Week, which is a more recent phenomenon we've seen in the past few years where brands are inviting influencers to attend their fashion shows. And this year, there's been like a lot of... Uh, little viral moments with influencers doing dumb stuff at Fashion Week, and people are wondering if Fashion Week has sort of lost its uh, class, I, w- I, say, I would guess. Like, I guess what they're trying to say, they're, it's class, it's exclusivity, and maybe not so much in an elite way, but more so they're inviting people who aren't really involved in fashion or have, um, yeah, just who don't have like a real interest in fashion or, the, or know anything about the industry. So if you... Sophie, would you say it's being like a little bit less gatekept? Not exactly. I mean, yes, but but it's only really extending to influencers who are now basically um, a new type of celebrity. You know what I mean? So, Sophie, why the hell were well, we not invited? Well, I was invited to a New York Fashion Week party, but I am not in New York right now, so I couldn't go. What the I'm... hell? I wasn't invited. <laughs> well, I would have taken you. I want to go to Fashion Week parties. With me, so. so Sophie, Sophie, Sophie doesn't like to be called an influencer. I don't. <laughs> I do. I'm a I'm a punk. I'm an influencer. You're a punk influencer. So I should have been at that. Any fashion week people listen <laughs> to the show, shame on shame on shame on you for not inviting a punk rocker. You invited your yeah. damn travel influencer. Not travel. I'll let me get into the influencers because there's some tea. But 
One of the most viral moments. Ilvity. Yeah, so one of the most viral moments from Fashion Week involved uh, Paige Neiman, who is a Ariana Grande uh, look-like influencer. She's very famous for looking like Ariana Grande, and her runway walk went viral because she looks like she's like staggering in the weirdest way possible. Um, it was for a collaboration with Creators Inc., which is like a talent agency. I think it focuses on a lot of influencers and this other brand that isn't too popular. And they invited like Whoa Vicky and like other like internet like influencer-y type people. It was a mess. And I, I kind of like the idea of using like infamous internet people in a runway show because it's just funny, but that's because I like memes. Um, but besides that, her runway walk went viral because of how bad it was and also because she was trying to look like Ariana on the runway. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cut this out because I, I, I just want to send you this walk, okay, Kai, because it's really funny. Um, so you can all see right, this right. walk. Uh, and I, I want you to see what she looks like, too, because she really does look exactly like uh, Ariana. Um, and I almost think she's trying to uh, imitate how Ariana Grande kind of walks and carries herself in this like sort of childlike uh, spunk, spunk, I guess. Like, she looks... Yeah, so it's a funny video, but it went viral, and it started this discourse. It's like, Fashion Week is is ruined. This is this is what it's come to. This is all because of influencers and their lack of knowledge of fashion. We've, like, lost the touch. Like, we've lost the iconic, like, early 2000s, 90s Fashion Week moments. Like, Alexander McQueen. Everyone's trying to be like McQueen, but they're using influencers as a flop. Um, and I think in some ways it's not exactly fair because the runway show in question was not a major runway show. It wasn't like, it wasn't like Paige Neiman walked for Prada or Versace or... I don't know, Miu Miu, you know, these bigger, more established brands, Dior. It would be very strange if we did see that, but it was for some like smaller brand and it, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal, but it did go viral. So I think people who don't understand Fashion Week, um, ironically, like think they do understand it, but um, people who don't understand Fashion Week might think that this was like a major runway show, but it definitely was not. So yes, we're, we are seeing like some influencers walk in more major shows, but they're more like model influencers. Like, uh, I'm sure what's her name? Alex uh, Kasani. She is a, she like started on TikTok for like making funny videos, but she looks like a model. So she became a model. Now she's really like just a model. I don't see an issue with that because they're clearly like model types. You know what I mean? Like they are interested in modeling and fashion. But um, yeah, anyway, I, I think it's kind of overblown like the criticism because it's, it's not like a major part of fashion week. It's not like fashion week is being desecrated by all these influencers. But there was another video that went viral. It was some sort of after party and it showed an, like an altercation between an influencer and um, this person at the door. They are um, they're being referred to as like the mullet guy or like I can't remember something like that. And they sort of cussed out this influencer like saying like you need to leave. You're being like stuck up in a title and she was sort of pushing back and it kind of went, it went viral because they were really be giving some iconic lines. But apparently, according to the person who filmed that video, this influencer, she she's like some sort of fashion influencer, not super big. Um, she was being rude in line and saying that like, she was being paid to be there and like everyone else and she should have like special treatment. That's what the claim is. I'm, I'm interested to see um, how this goes. But she said to him or them, I think them, like, you're not PR, like you can't tell me what to do. And that person was actually like a very famous doorman and, and like PR person. And I don't think she realized who she was talking to. There's like a lot of articles about that person. Like they're kind of an iconic figure in NYC nightlife. So she basically pissed off the wrong person and is now like getting bashed online. I don't know the full story, but it's going viral. Wait, Sophie, where where do you get all, where are you getting all what this information? Mean? Like, I feel like are you like like this is this is some this is some spicy tea. Well, I you know I know, but in all, in, all in all seriousness though, Sophie, it's just I haven't heard or seen well, any of this at all. Well, I'm really into fashion and fashion week stuff. Well, it, it, I, I okay. yeah yeah I guess I'm just kind of curious. Like, is this stuff like 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 I don't mean I literally I just want to know. Big like, on because, gay TikTok, like, gay Twitter. It's like kind of like a, okay, you have to okay. be in the right you have to be following the right types of people. You know what I mean? Stand yeah, well, this is what I like about our conversations 
Yeah, well, this is why I like when our conversations. It's just because you see stuff on the internet, I just do yeah, not see it all. Yeah. That is, like, spicy and interesting. And I'm sure vice versa, and it's just, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I understand why, you know, my algorithms aren't tailored to that stuff, because right. it's not stuff I'm, like, seeking out. But, I don't know, it's pretty interesting. And um, my main takeaway, Sophie, I'm not going to lie, is that um, they're inviting the wrong influencers. Yeah, they should invite cool influencers, like me, except I'm not an influencer, but maybe Kayo. Sophie, Sophie, is, Sophie is a meme page admin dating A what influencer? influencer? Dating an influencer. Oh, you're date dating okay okay yes. we're we're oh, relationship gosh. influencers <laughs> okay. that's my number one oh god well you know i feel like i've seen people dm like you totally yeah my favorite oh no really that's like, so funny <laughs> i mean no they don't, they don't say that i mean like i wish i get a lot of dm saying like I we're would, their favorite couple which is sweet but <laughs> being a couple influencer is like a different a whole different beast of i don't know if i want to be that <laughs> well i mean i like like you know just when i i guess like so my kind of my take is just like and maybe this is kind of goes back to our conversation with Taylor Lorenz. It's just like people when people hear the word influencer, they think of like a like a airhead, yeah, kind of like shallow yeah. person or whatever. But but when you think about it, the word influencer, <laughs> literally means that you are someone someone who That's influences true. the world. And that just when you think about it, I that just way, feel like, like I don't damn, have a lot of influence. Power, I don't think just, I'm influencing people to do a lot of things. Yes, you do. Maybe I make some memes that like people share, Sophie, but I don't Sophie. think I'm influencing behavior that much. Joe Biden narrowly won the 2020 election. And it was influencers like you, you, you and me, 20, the Base News Network. Jennifer did not exist in 2020. We influenced. Well, yeah, we, we helped with the midterms. Maybe I'm, I'm influencing people. I'm in the midterms. I'm influencing people to stand certain musicians, maybe, or movies. But I'm not selling products, I will tell you that. All right, well, and I'm, influenced, I'm influencing a punk revolution, so. Yeah, let's reclaim that term. <laughs> All right. Well, Sophie, anything else really, to say just, about fashion week? It's just this like general trend we're seeing across many different art spaces with like influencers infiltrating traditional mm. media or traditional events that are sort of gatekept. Well, you know, well, I mean, I think that's a really interesting insight, and I appreciate you bringing that up. But you know, I just can't help but feel like a little bit like that is like twenty five percent reflects myself mm. because I'm a musician, and not even just not even just myself, just like in the world of music in general now, just like it's such a cluster fudge. The music industry, quote unquote, it's just. It's just like a lot of like like indie rock, punk rock, experimental rock bands that have even like a chance of catching even a little bit of streams. Like a lot of them also also are like have like a, like an interesting internet presence. You definitely like have you gotta to have, have that, that full now. package. So yeah, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. Times are changing. Already, so. All right, that's why, that's why we that's why we need a punk revolution is to destroy. Yeah, that that's system. actually that's true. Really, that's it really, really is, and I agree. Like it's a it's a bad system. It's a bad system. So all right. Um, then I think, you know, I think we can move on to the next two topics. We, I feel like we, we peppered this episode with, like, we got Aliens, we got Fashion Week, and then we got three segments about, like, bad people. So the next segment is, um, it actually, it actually reminds me a lot of the Russell Brand story, which is, um, Congressperson Lauren Boebert from, um, she's, she's a Republican from Colorado. So the first headlines that came out were that she was kicked out of a theater for, for vaping and being rambunctious. And this alone is already just so fucking oh. disgusting. Sorry, that, that was kind of aggressive. This is this already is so disappointing in our in our politicians, uh, because it's just like she's okay. So you know, like I don't want to look. I, I know this is like really superficial, but like she is thirty seven years old, and she is a grandma, oh. and she is vaping, and she is vaping in a theater. Yeah, that's like like fourteen year old in twenty eighteen behavior. So that was the first headline. She was kicked out of the theater for vaping, okay, and being rambunctious. Then headlines came out that the um the, that she was watching. A family-friendly performance of Beetlejuice. 
Yes, you'll just so, Getting kicked out of a theater for vaping is disgusting. Getting kicked out of vape while vaping at a, like a family-friendly theater with a bunch of it's kids is disgusting. It's super cringe. And then, and then it gets worse. And then videos leaked of the security cameras in the theater showing her date groping her in the theater while she Ew, was like groping her. That's just such 14 so they were act- So they were like groping each other, like, you know, very explicitly sexual while vaping <laughs> in a theater Ew, with a bunch of kids so and then getting kicked out. Ew. And so, so that's, that's why I'm like frustrated that this, this is like, you know, I mean, there's multiple things to be frustrated about it, but like, I just, let me, if, if you're a grandmother, regardless if you're a 70 year old grandmother or a 37 year old grandmother, you shouldn't be doing that. This is something you do when you're 17 years old. And you yeah. And if you're going to do something like this, do it in the privacy of your own home, for God's sakes. Do it in the privacy of your own home. This, like, this is what I'm saying. It's like your frontal lobe. This is something you do when your frontal lobe isn't. Full <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, not, and, and this, this person's frontal lobe is well developed, or I think so, maybe not. And they're a congressperson. And, and, you know, I, and look, I speak with Lauren about Lauren Boebert with such disgust and hatred, not because, just because she's a Republican, but because she is one of the most evil, hateful, yeah, that is disgusting true. Republicans there are. Her, her entire shtick is literally just, I hate Trump. Yeah, it's fucked. And I love Donald Trump. And again, bringing it back to the Russell's brand thing is these people are literally like, this is this is disgusting. There's kids around you and you're you're like fondling your, like your, your your boyfriend's genitals. That is literally that is literally like every like if there was a trans. Oh my person god! Yeah, theater, they'd be all over like, that shit. Conservatives be coming after trans people with pitchforks, you know. And I'm seeing people who are saying stuff like, "We shouldn't judge politicians oh, by their personal on. choices. We should just judge that's them by how they vote." That's bullshit. You know, and you know, I would be perfectly fine. I would be perfectly fine with that logic if it wasn't that like this person this person is evil. And I think we ought to like point and laugh and be like, this person is just, just sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, I really don't have anything. I have, I, I don't have an issue with promiscuity at all. I don't even, you know, I it's just, it's just obviously to do that in the theater while vaping and then getting kicked out and there's kids around, you know, hello, that's just insane. And then also, the, this is the other thing too, is that her, the, the boyfriend she was with who was doing this happens to be a, a Democrat oh. bar what? owner and the bar, ho- and the bar hosts drag shows. Oh, what a hypocrite. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And then when she was on the news talking about the incident, she she basically said like, "That's the last time I did a Democrat." Oh my god! <laughs> as if as if it's the, as if it's as if, as if it's the Democrats' fault, you know, like oh the, the damn Democrats are corrupting for Lauren, Bo- Lauren Boebert. So, just you know, again, like just astounding, astounding mm-hmm. stupidity. That is is really hard to believe. Like you have to you have to be really dumb like twenty times in a row to to like to like be like someone who votes for someone like this. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's really so, bad. I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm like you're, full of hatred. Today. You're very I'm angry full today. Of rage. I'm gonna get out of my system. I'm, ang- I'm, an, I'm an angry. I'm an angry. Uh, what is it? Radio yeah. rock. I'm an angry. I'm like. I'm, I'm like. Uh, you know. You know. Just like a classic. What's his one, name? You know those yeah. guys who yeah, call yeah, the yeah. news and are mad. All, you know, usually they're Republicans, <laughs> but here I am doing it for yes. the base news left. The angry the left. Angry. These damn. These damn Republicans. <laughs> yeah. No. It's know, well, it's balanced. All right. So. Let's move on to the last topic. Yeah. yeah. Are you Are you good with that? Moving on to the last one, the Rolling Stone story. Alrighty, last segment, which is the the founder, the co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine, Jan Wenner. What a weird name, Jan Wenner. Was removed from the Rock Hall leadership. So the Rock Hall of Fame is, you know, that institution where they kiss the asses of famous old people. Um, he was removed from Rock Hall leadership after controversial comments. So he was a co-founder of the Rolling Stone magazine and co-founder of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, removed from the board of directors of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after he made disparaging comments in an interview towards black and female musicians so this story is kind of outrageous and i don't know i feel like there's there's i feel like there's a lot going on here so 
So he was interviewed by the, uh, the New York Times regarding his new book titled The Masters. And The Masters is a book where he's interviewing famous musicians, including Bob Dylan, Jerry Garcia, Mick Jagger, John Lennon. It's like a book that features a bunch of interviews throughout his career. And the crazy thing is, is all the people he interviewed are white males in a book titled The Masters. Off to a great um, start. Off to a great start. So the New York Times asks him, why didn't you interview any women or black musicians? And he responds, it's not that they're inarticulate, although go have a deep conversation with Grace Slick Ew. or Janis Joplin. Please be my Ew. guest. You know, Joni Mitchell was not a philosopher of rock and roll. She Ew. didn't, in my mind, meet the test, he told the Times. Ew. Of, of black artists, you know, Stevie Wonder, genius, right? I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word. Maybe, maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just didn't articulate at that level. Ew. It's shockingly explicitly like racist and misogynist. And, you know, so the, the two things I want to take away here are, one, this dude literally was a co-founder of the Rolling Stone magazine and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which are two institutions that have played a huge role over the past 60 years or however long in being tastemakers, in shaping, like, our understanding as a society of what music is good and what to listen to. You know, especially back in, you know, back in like the 70s or whenever the magazine was, when did the magazine get formed? I don't know. It was, it was formed a long time ago. Let me see. I'm actually, I'm just going to Google that because I'm curious. When was Rolling Stone magazine formed? 1967. So literally, you know, you can think back in the 70s and 80s or whatever, you know, before the internet, you wanted to, to figure out what album should I listen to today? What album should I buy? Because you got to buy it. You can't just download it. You would, you would go on, you would go to magazines and read music critics. To help you figure that out. Or you would see, oh, check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and look at all the stuff they're, they're you know, celebrating. And so, the, so a, a major, a co-founder of major taste-making institutions for the past 60 years is, like, aggressively racist and misogynist. Honestly, like, I am shocked, but it's, and disappointed, but this shit just keeps happening, you know, so I, I guess yeah. I can't be too surprised. Yeah. It's really disgusting, and I'm, I'm shocked that he would publicly say that. I mean, first of all, it's yeah. disgusting and immoral. Two, you just had a book come out. Are you like, you're speaking about being articulate, right? Like, this is not an articulate moment here. You're, yeah. or it's not a responsible thing to say if you want to succeed or keep your job or, or have a successful book launch. Like, you can't say these things. It's shocking, like, that, that he would be so stupid to, to publicly say these things. Number one, you shouldn't say these things because they're awful. But number two, from a PR perspective, it's idiotic. I, I'm just shocked, really. Well, the crazy thing is, is this interview was part of like a PR, like, this interview was part of his like book rollout. Like, he was, right, yeah. Do, he was doing a lot of it's literally the worst possible thing you could say in a PR rule. And and just for me, and this is so this is so obvious it doesn't even need to be said. From like a music critic point of view, it's absolutely stupid because having yeah. a conversation with Janis Joplin about rock and roll would be so so exciting and so interesting. Right, she died so young. You like, know? and also Joni Mitchell. She, if you read her the lyrics of her music, it's beautiful and poetic. She's a genius as far as like songwriting. So yeah, why would she yeah. not be articulate? What does that even mean? Also, she's done tons of interviews. You can yeah, read them. Yeah, just, you know, especially when you're talking about like. You know, also with like black people too. I don't know, just saying that like. Well, that's really are, racist because that just yeah. That's just, like a stereotype yeah. that's really harmful and disgusting. Yeah. So that's you know yeah that's that's crazy, but you know I do think there's a little bit of um kind of this interesting. You know, like the fact that he was removed from the Rolling Stone magazine, which he co-founded, and also Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that he co-founded. You know, it's proof that wokeness is gonna win. Wokeness is gonna win. Yeah. No, it's the, true. The wind, the wind. The wind blows woke. Facts. Yeah, this guy needed to be kicked out. That's just he, he. He really did. He needed to be. He needed to be kicked out. But this is a guy who's very powerful. He's got a lot of clout, mm -hmm. or at least he used to. Maybe not so much anymore. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I just. I just kind of like. I always think about this. Like I feel like you know, if you've taken a college class on like critical theory, you know, mm -hmm. about how like the ruling class 
you know, in the ideology of the ruling class, which wants to reinforce the system that put the ruling class in power and blah, 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 enforces misogyny and racism, whatever. Like, I feel like, you know, whatever you think of critical theory, this is like literally the pinnacle example of like a tastemaker, mm -hmm. a white male tastemaker using his position and power to, uh, well, influence people. He, he was an, he's an influencer. And he's yeah, also he's racist. He's influencer. Opinion, a thought leader, an opinion leader. You can't, you can't help but wonder how many amazing women artists and black artists out there mm -hmm. didn't get as much record sales because um, yeah. they didn't publish it in the Rolling Stone magazine because this was the guy who was at the top, you know what I mean? That's a great point. It's it's, it's scary. And I, I feel like there are other institutions where there are people like this high up that haven't shown their true colors very publicly yet. So <laughs> I think if you publish a book called The Masters, yeah. everyone yeah. who's so, so, so-called master is white male. Like that enough is enough. I, you know, shout out, to the, shout out to the New York Times. Shout out to the New York Times journalist who just Facts. asked. So why are there, why are there only white people and males in this book? Because like you know, like yeah, that, that could come off as maybe a critical or hostile question. But I love it was the right question that. to ask. It, it really was. was. Right to ask. It revealed yeah. something unknown or uh, not very public, rather. Yeah, we learned. We learned. No, I, so I love journalism. I really respect journalists because this shit is epic. Journal the journalism W. Common journalism so, W. That, and with that, I think we're, I think if you want to support real journalism, folks, uh, we're gonna wrap the episode up now. If, unless you have anything else to say. But no, no, I'm good. Let's we're gonna do, we're gonna do this. We're gonna say if you support real journalism, like like the person who exposed what's this guy's name again? Dan Weiner. Jan Weiner. <laughs> Jan Weiner. Jan Weiner. If you support real journalism, go on Patreon.com/slash/basenewsnetwork and pay. Was it five dollars for access to all of our content, or yes, ten, or was it twenty dollars or fifty? No, ten. Ten tier? is no, no, no. The other tier is ten dollars, and it's for people who want to get a shout out at the end of the episode. So yeah, check that out if you're interested. All right, well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you so much for listening. This has been, this has been News an Network. epic episode of Based News Network. Bye-bye.